Hello everybody, this is Yesterday's Future, where we talk about present events from the life of a foster kid growing up in this crazy world. Um, We'll be talking about all sorts of topics as time goes on, from the taxes they never taught us, to surviving these streets with no family, to how to make your best life in protecting your hobbies, protecting your wellness as a whole person. So come on this journey with me. So um, I made this podcast just to really explore my own mind because I was sitting there and uh, time was passing me by and I felt like I wasn't growing. And seemed like everybody around me was accelerating at a pace I couldn't keep up with. So I had to figure out who is me. And I think that's a good topic to start at is who is me? Because as a foster youth, for most foster youth, I can't say uh, for the ones that's like got adopted or was in there forever after home. But most of us get shipped from place to place surrounding to surrounding something happened tragic where we don't really have any home connection so we turn 18 we have nowhere to go we realize why we got sick in the first place and we basically just go out and uh blaze of smoke that's why they created laws like ab12 and they limited housing all the THP programs up to 20, some of them are like 26, but when it was just back in the day, 18 years old, you was out. So I'm sitting there thinking, what, what's something that I could do that would make me accelerate? What's something I can explore? What's something I can, I can be good at, you know, because, um, Not too many people do things that they're good at. They do things because it's in motion or it's in style or they feel it's something they should do. If we explored who we are as a person, I think the world would be a little crazier, honestly. All these sheep-minded people out here, maybe that's a good thing that we don't have a whole bunch of wild jackals everywhere. But in the process of finding yourself, the most difficult thing you're ever going to have to face is yourself. You're going to have to face every lie you've ever been taught, all the gaslighting, all the times you said you couldn't. You're going to have to face the fact that you didn't look in the mirror every day you got dressed. You didn't care about your appearance or you didn't see things in a way that needs to be saw to get to the next step and phase of life and you feel guilt and that's why I feel personally why so many people choose to just quit or be stuck in their miserable surroundings is for that reason that um, digging deep inside is actually one of the most scariest things you could do and there's no harder battle than fighting yourself So, I think I started this journey about, I want to say, 16, 17. 
You know, I was aging out the system. I've been in there since I was seven. Um, By this point, I had been over 10 different group homes from high level to low level. And I didn't know who I was or what I wanted. I knew I needed money. I knew I needed to create something of my own, my own structure, my own stability, because I was taken away from my village as a child. So I knew those things had to come. I just did not know how to pursue them. And now I'm almost 30, so I'm not going to sit up here and say it's an easy process. It's a lot of slipping. It's a lot of relapsing on bad behavior and old behavior and muscle memory and trauma. But I also could say it's the most encouraging thing you could do. It's the most invigorating thing you could do or any other big word you want to say for a fantastic. It's, it's something nobody could take away from you to understand thyself, to understand what triggers you. And the beauty of that is once you know what triggers you, it's not that it doesn't trigger you anymore. You start to pay attention to who triggers you. And now you can move around that obstacle. If you know you don't like when people are loud, you know what people are always loud around you. You start paying attention and a third, second, and first person look. So now your awareness is, is so much higher because you know what you don't want to accept and what you won't accept. And you start building a life where you don't have to accept it. And that's the journey that a lot of people don't really get to see the beauty of all this adversity, all these reasons why you lost and all the battles you didn't win and the war that's still going on that you're still fighting in because it's survival of the fittest and everybody wants to survive or they think they want to survive until survival is their job. And when survival is your job, most people go to stealing or scamming or robbing, which is a quick way to go to jail, three hops in a cop, which means that you basically just gave up your life because you didn't know what to do with it. So I encourage you, uh, grab a book on multiple topics, find something that piques your interest, uh, get a journal. That's what I had to do. Because I was so horrible in school with the homework and the little planner. I was always horrible at those things that took self-perseverance to do. And I paid for that later on in life. But I realized the value of homework. I realized the value of a planner. You know, through writing. Because you can write something, but if you don't go back and read what you wrote... You don't reflect on what you wrote. You know, I could write a million raps, but if I don't remember none of them, then I'm just another dead rapper. Um, I can tell a million jokes, but until I put it on camera, I'm just a funny guy that really went nowhere. You know, if you a chef and you don't cook and you don't start your cookbook, 
and you don't market yourself or your brand, you know, then you're just another person who got bars in the kitchen. So find out what is what is you. And once you find out what is you, you figure out what things that you are that can make money, what things relax you, what things advance you forward. For me, uh, the first thing that I noticed when I started advancing forward was my distaste for the crowds that I was in. You know, when your crowds don't fit you anymore, uh, let that be. You know, because once they cut your umbilical cord, you're on your own. Everybody's on their own. It's not a harsh thing, but self-preservation is the number one key in survival. So you don't have to be shady like a lot of these people try to convince you or the fast money. You know, all money is money at the end of the day. There's no such thing as fast money or slow money. All it is is how hard you're willing to go for it. And a lot of my friends got caught up with the fast money and... Now, most of them are strung out, jail, or dead because they didn't know themselves enough to know what the hell were they going to do with the money. The name of the game was to get out the game. They got the money and they stayed in the game. And the game is not meant to be on forever. Everybody has an exit day, beginning day when it comes down to this game, you know? And too many people think that this lifestyle is the lifestyle to live and a lot a lot of people that I've seen growing up myself included thought that you know I'm gonna do what other people did I'm gonna do it better because I've seen their fuck up you know you can never see the next person fuck up because there's so many different angles to this game that can make something fucked up one two you're doing the same thing in a harsher time where more cameras, more surveillance. So you're not going to get away with it as easy. And I would say three, the most important is what good is having a million dollars in drug money with no credit score? You know, you have no degrees. You have nothing to show that you earned this. You just got it. And I've seen that happen too, where a lot of people got to sign uh, all their well stuff, all their, excuse me, they have to sign a co-signer. They need, that's what it's called. They need a co-signer for all the things that they can't legally own because the IRS, child support, uh, debt, and all these things. So they have to find somebody else. And that's taking power outside of self. And taking power outside of self is something... That you should never strive on doing. It's not bad to need a hand. It's not something that makes you less than of a person. But when you're in a predicament where you need other people to survive. You are in a situation that is a never ending cycle. You know, my grandma always told me people are meant to be used, they're not meant to be abused. 
my business friend once said, everybody is a business transaction. So needing people is not the problem, but needing people more than you need yourself is the problem. Needing the block more than you need yourself. Needing your significant other more than you need yourself. Needing drugs more than you need yourself. Needing whatever poison or whatever you want to call it that holds you back. You know, when are you going to start loving you? When are you going to start making a plan and seeing it through? When are you going to write out, this is how my day is going to go? When are you going to put back the money that it takes to achieve these goals? To put back the time, the most valuable thing you have. Um, when are you going to start telling friends no? When are you going to cut the party short? When are you going to chunk a deuce by these people that mean you know well? When are you going to make the right decision for yourself? And until you get to the point where that makes sense, you're going to hit a brick wall. Some people get it naturally, but a lot don't. So um, I think that's going to conclude it for my first topic. This is uh, pretty short. Uh, should get longer. I'm starting this podcast. I've been started it, but I never knew what I wanted to talk about and how I wanted to talk about it. But I feel like the best way to do this is just to grow. Uh, I'm not 100% the most professional. I'm not computer literate at all. So this is a journey for me too. And hopefully we can inspire some young minds to think like strong minds. Peace out. I'm Kumba Sun. This is Yesterday's Future.